0: Welcome to the Georgia Songbird Podcast, brought to you by Anchor FM and Yes Ma'am Music. We are here with Miss Josephine Johnson. Hello, Jesse. How are you? I'm good. If, and you, if you wonder why she sounds hoarse, it's because she just played a long show in Helen.
1: Yeah, it was like multiple days back to back. I sound a little, um, not quite like I normally sound.
0: Yes. And it was a, it was like an eight hour show that they had you do or something yeah, like that? Yeah,
1: like like Friday, I pl- I was the musician there all day. And then I got up the next day and I did another set at a winery. I came back.
0: And yes. So yeah, See, now if you're like I do, I'm loud and growly. I wouldn't be able to talk either.
1: I mean, even I think singing at a normal level, it's, it's just a lot of use of your vocal cords. Yeah.
0: See, I'll do a two-hour set. And then when I'm the next day, I'm like, ah, talking like this. Like I drank too much whiskey.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I don't even drink whiskey. I was like water and coffee the whole day and night. It was nuts.
0: Do you have anything you use to help your throat? Like tea or something like that?
1: Those Hall's vitamin C drops. Okay. I use those. Those things work really well for me. I
0: like the honey lemon ones.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are really good. That's I the like those.
0: Only ones I can use.
1: Those are good. I like those.
0: When I was a kid, I couldn't even, I didn't even like the taste of them. And then oh. now I like, oh, great. I can use that all the time. I'll put it in and no big deal.
1: And I even like sometimes like the Hall's menthol ones. Uh uh-huh. ones. I like those too. <laughs> they, they don't feel as good in, on my throat as the, um, um, the vitamin C drops do.
0: Okay. Yeah, see, now, everybody asks me when we get up here, how's how's it work? We talk, music. We can go on all kinds of different tangents. I mean, we'll whatever comes up, we'll talk about. Awesome. And then you'll play your music and we'll talk about that. And then i said say, we'll go about other topics, and I'll bring you back to wherever we need to. Uh, or we'll just keep going for however long you want to go to. Awesome. So, actually, this is the first time I had about halls, because, like I said before, the honey, everybody always heard honey lemon. I've heard honey lemon, like tea, help people's throat. Um... Some people said t- potato chips.
1: I don't know about potato chips. How would for, that for, work? For
0: helps them singing. The salt like coats their throat or something. Oh, it helps them okay. sing. Okay. Um, recovery, I don't know about. But like I said, I know that when I'm playing out, if I drink beer, I'm okay. But if I drink liquor, I, it messes me up.
1: Or even wine. Like I've learned too over the years, I uh-huh. can't drink anything and also play except except water. Okay. Like water is usually what I drink. Um, and sometimes, like a hot tea with honey will
0: work too. Okay. That's that's good. It's like when you're sick and you want to get like hot chicken soup and orange juice. That's what I. Every time I'm sick, I'll go with hot chicken noodle soup and orange juice, and I get better every time.
1: Maybe that's what I should do. I should just bring me like a cup of like just chicken broth on stage. Just keep it warm in like a thermos and just drink that. You should try. (laughs) I'm curious
0: how that would work. I
1: know. (laughs) I think I'm going to do that as an experiment. I think that's a good idea. Yes. But there's something about the warm stuff. I've I've learned to only to do room temperature water Uh because. you know your vocal cords. It takes a while for them literally to warm up, and then if you chase it with something cold, then they tighten again, yeah. and, and you you lose like your your range. You've got to start all over with your singing.
0: Well, it's you like know. that if you're if you're heating up metal or something it expands. As soon as you put in something cold, it just contracts. And yeah. all, so I guess it's the same thing for your vocal cords. Y- yes, I physics. Never of that. Yep. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> like. Yeah, physics. The get,
0: get you in a big old warm, um, what they call it, the sweater vest and cover your throat before you sing and then have, have your hot tea and then.
1: <laughs> like racehorses, you know, yes. they, they wrap them up <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> I wonder how that would work.
1: Maybe I'll try that. So the next time I go, I'll wear like a turtleneck and uh, I'll get me some like cup of soup and I'll uh-huh. put it in a thermos. I'll take a photo from the stage and I'll send it to you. Okay. I want to
0: see it. I'll put it <laughs> <up there. laughs> see, I can't stand turtlenecks. No, there's no way. There's oh, no way like- I could
1: do it. No. I mean, I mean, when I perform, I always play with like sleeveless shirt because I get really hot when I play mm-hmm. and, like there's, I generate a lot of energy and it, it takes a lot of energy to really like to play and stand right. up and interact with people. I mean, it's, yeah, if way- you're really going to do it, it's, it's work. It's work.
0: You see, I've always had a thing about like collars too. If anything touches my neck, it just freaks me out, and I'm like, "No, thank you. I can't. I can't handle it." And I, I can't. I can't imagine people that do it. But it's 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 crazy. Now I met you actually in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. we met and I was talking about it on the way up here. Uh, the tin tin roof. The cantina. tin roof. Yeah. And uh, they had a. Um, it's funny that I met you. We had had a like original series showcase or something i don't remember what they called it but it's basically got to come up play original yeah the
1: songwriter shootout
0: yeah and then you got like you came in second that night yeah behind sweet young twang right yes and i've I've become friends with them and they've they've been on like a couple shows that i'll host and i haven't got them up here yet but i've told them uh trey if you guys are listening Coming up here and we'll get you guys i in. know trey's funny yeah, that's a funny band too because, i enjoy them yeah uh, very just, much if you guys if you don't know sweet young twang they have a stand-up bass uh his wife erica plays a stand-up bass big 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 bass stand-up bass there's so much space uh their singer jesse plays fiddle um i think they got a new drummer now our new guitarist and they got a drummer uh and i watched them play and if you've seen them like when they did that i think we were only limited to three people. yeah there's three people you have more than three um so but when I let him do the showcase at Music on the Vine in Canton, they had a little drummer guy there. All he had was like a snare and a hi-hat, and he didn't have a chair. And I mean, he was just going to town, and he he's having a good old time. And I was like, I show my, my drummer happened to be there. And I was like, that's what you got to do. I'm taking your chair away.
1: <laughs> so he was like standing up and doing all the percussion.
0: He stood it the whole time. And he was just like, the only time like, he'd do a bass, he'd kick the stage. That's how it was. He he would do.
2: Interesting. It. And it was
0: so funny to watch him because he was so animated, right? He was doing right. it, but it sounded good. Yeah. Wait.
1: So so to get that bass drum, he was just he was
0: just stomping. <sighs> he was just stomping all time and hitting the snare and the hi hat, and you couldn't tell.
1: So it's really more of like a performance mm-hmm. in the way that he's doing his percussion. Mm-hmm.
0: I he need was, to see that. He was going to town, and I.
2: <laughs> where do you host? Where do you host your show?
0: Uh, in Canton. Yes. Uh, music on the Vine. Okay. Uh, Cheryl runs, uh, she, Cheryl, Cheryl's, I can't remember her last name. I have to look it up. I always call her Cheryl. It's C.D. I think we call her. Sorry, Cheryl, I don't know your last name. I, I do know it, but I can't remember it right now. But um, I'll send you your information. It's right there in Holly Springs. Uh, I don't know familiar you are with this area. Not at all. Okay. My
1: GPS mm-hmm. got me here. If I did not have <laughs> GPS, I would never, ever have been able to get here.
0: And it's funny that it, it takes you where it takes everybody. It takes you to the bottom of the hill.
1: It did. It, yeah, well, actually, it took me over to another guy's house. I ended up over on the other side of the highway. Um, at the other, wait, how do I pronounce it? Sutali? Sutali. Sutali mm-hmm. place. And I guess one of your other songwriters ended up over there too, because he was taking his garbage out. And like, I'm, it's obvious I don't live there in this <laughs> area. And he's like, are you looking for that, that, what did he call you? for the man that produces music. And, and I was like, well, my friend has a podcast and I'm going to go do an interview with him. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the first person to get lost down here. So he gave me and what he, and he was right. He gave me directions to get back to the main highway. Mm-hmm. And he said, retry your GPS from there because that way, for some reason it, it doesn't, it, it just didn't pick it up the first time, and then, okay. and then it sent me down to the end of the hill, <laughs> and I called you, and I'm like, Tizzy, I don't know where I am. <laughs> yep. I'll send
0: pictures out for people because it uh, has mailbox, and then in the driveway, yeah. and it's hard to find. It is so, and you know, it's funny that it's, I didn't know they did. That. That's the first time I've heard that some he goes uh, somebody else's house. Yeah,
3: at
1: least one other person. It sounded like two other people had gotten down there.
0: I imagine they do because it's funny. I get people all the time that are looking for my neighbor that's through the woods. So it's not even like his house is on Ryan Road, and this isn't Ryan Road. I've had people pull up here all the time when he has a party on the weekends looking for his house, and the, their GPS they go by like Google takes them to the graveyard. Whoa. So they, they pull up to the graveyard. Like, <laughs> I They're told like,
1: this, this is not a good omen. I'm looking for a party. I'm not looking right. for where all the dead people are slumbering. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's so funny that you say that because I, I told this on a couple episodes ago. Uh, two weekends ago, I guess, maybe. They had uh, this car pull up, and I mean, it's pitch black dark. And there's no moon, there's no stars, it's just dark. So they pulled up here, and I'm like, okay, who's up at my graveyard? So I walk up there, and you know it's going to be scary. It's middle of the night, a big guy comes up there, like, what are you doing? And like, oh, I'm looking for my friend. It was like a this this young girl and her friends, I mean, they had to be early 20s, right? Smelled of alcohol, already oh, no. drinking. So they, they pull up here, and all of a sudden, they got a graveyard in front of them, a big guy coming up behind them course it scared them yeah you know? and so i i try to tell them like, Yeah, just turn around what you're looking for is the house and i gave them directions like that other guys go back turn around and go that way
1: i mean that must happen a lot out here it does because even when i'm in helen like once you in helen if you've been there you know it's mm-hmm. like a one-way road to get in and out yep. and then if you're going up toward Unicoi state park You lose, there's a whole dead spot. There's like five miles where there's no Mm. internet, nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing, nothing. So, I'm, and that's like right there by a a towny area. So, out here, I mean, y'all probably can't see this, obviously, unless you've been here to Jesse's, but there's all kinds of hills and hollers out here where, I mean, shoot, there's probably Bigfoot lurking out in the woods.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I, like I said, you're coming up at perfect time of year because it's still, still daylight at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when some of these interviews start coming as a year progresses, and they'll come up here like in October, November, and then it gets dark by 7 o'clock. Well, some people can't get up to like 6, and so they get here, and we're playing in the dark, and then you start hearing noises in the woods, and if there's a family cemetery, and I don't tell anybody there's a family cemetery. Anybody who's listening to the show already knows it or has been up here, but I don't tell them that there's a family cemetery here. So they're already spooked out because there's a cemetery. Now there's noises in the woods and they can't see. <laughs> and it's happen, it's happened it's happened twice where it's gotten dark, dark. Um and then one lady, like I said, I've told us this, this before with Allison. Her name is a uh, Life is Mary is her band. And I just love the story, it's hilarious. So sorry Alison I keep keep throwing you under the bus. But it spooked She she's up here, we're like, Oh, it's dark, is it, is it haunted? Is it, is that ghost going through the woods? It's so fun up here. It's like, no, it was
1: it's really Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs>
1: but you must have like lots of deer and Oh
0: we you when I first like I said, we've lived here for thirty five years or so. When I first lived here we used to get wild turkey like crazy. Ah, cool. You know, I mean we had like fifty to a hundred just running through here at one time. And we get deer all the time. Uh we've had foxes, coyotes, we've had a bear. Um we've had a wild boar at one no time. No way yep. And this is when uh, at the bottom where when you what? first pulled up all the houses, they wasn't there. It was just all dirt. So it was like one house. So it was like a dirt road that ended and that wild boar was running down that way. Cause we could have our dogs run because I hate putting dogs inside or on leashes because they're supposed to be outside running, and having a good time. You can't do that here anymore because there is still people around. Well, at that time we had dogs that run. We had to put them up because of the wild boar, because they could kill the dog. Like right. The dog didn't kill them They'll it, they, kill us <laughs> Yeah, they're dangerous They are, yeah So yeah, we get all kinds of wild animals Not as much as we used to But it, it, we still do get some
1: Well now, I'm curious Do you come out here and practice? Like where do you When you're working on your music?
0: Sometimes For songwriting stuff, I do uh, Like time I bring somebody up And we co-write Yeah We'll come up here Unless it's just too cold And then we'll go in the house and write Or I'll come to them uh, For the band, we do it in a garage Okay. Um, and actually I am building a studio inside the garage Because uh, it's a four car garage I basically just split it in half And I'm going to have like My vision of it is like When you first walk in it's like two barn doors And you just slide them open And then you'll walk in It'll be like a fireplace and a drum set And I'll have like a little round table uh, With the chairs in there And then the stuff for uh, the audio of course For the, the computer and all that In there And then once it gets too cold or raining We'll go in there Otherwise we'll still come up here.
1: Wow. I love that vision. Like you could get like a sheepskin rug. I I, I do want to put I started
0: started thinking about that I was like I'm going to get like white carpet and then just everybody take your shoes off before you come in but I was like no you're like musicians
1: are you kidding because then they're going to have their IPA and they're going to be sitting there talking and everyone's going to be having a good time and next thing you know the IPA is going to end up on the white carpet so no white carpet for me but that's funny because that was my vision I was like oh something like squishy and fuzzy and white under the feet and like a nice fireplace and like beautiful red chairs Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You, have you seen a picture of the? Yes, Those yes, red chairs are yes. going in there when they're done.
1: I heard. See, that was exactly yes. like what was in my mind.
0: Yep, because I saw that picture. It's like, oh, and I've had more than one person ask me, "Oh, where's the red chairs? They're heavy." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfectly comfortable. Yes. And then I had to take my shoes off. I usually yes. like to sit cross-legged. Yes. So, I'm like, it's difficult to do that and keep my tennis shoes on.
0: And when you're playing, I mean, those chairs got big arms. It's even more uncomfortable to play. I right, mean, right. You've got to, like,
1: totally sit on the edge of the chair.
0: Or to, you sit, like, with the guitar straight up and you're playing. I mean, I can do that way. But it's, like, it's more comfortable. Like, if I get, like, big names, like, if I get Mark Wills to come up here, which I've been trying, uh, I'll bring the red chairs so he can sit in the red chair. But he'll oh, probably Mark to... Wills gets the
1: red chair? Yes. Mark Wills Mark Wills. Okay, are you listening? You need to come here and see this place and also red chair. Red you chairs. will get a pair of red chairs when you yes. come and do this. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's lovely. This is really cool. It's very cool.
0: Yeah, I wanted to um cut this stuff back too. I just I've been so busy with everything coming in. I mean, it's it's funny that when i first started this podcast i didn't think anybody would want to come up here so i started talking and then it just it just took off and i was like okay i've got one i got you today i've got one tomorrow i've got one thursday i've got one um saturday or no sunday because i don't have to do, i don't do them on saturdays because that's my band day um and if i gig i can't do it but but why
1: wouldn't do? somebody want to come up here i mean when i think of north georgia in the mountains yeah. i'm like come on sign me up please yep. yeah
0: <laughs> See, and that's, and I invite anybody, but I had to do more Zoom. We were talking about that, too. Right, I had to right, do, like, right. Zoom and, and Instagram. And are you finding, like, with your gigs and stuff now, are you getting more gigs out, or are you having to do more live stream stuff as well, too?
1: Well, it's interesting because, you know, the gig loop that I put together mm-hmm. um, from, like, Nashville, Atlanta, and down Savannah, Bluffton-Buford, uh, St. Helena Island, all of that, like, in the whole pandemic stuff, Georgia and South Carolina were the first states to open up. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my gigs were always outside anyway. Yeah. And then it opened up and I just, I, I still don't have anything in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know okay. if you know anyone that's playing in Atlanta, like, but I don't have anything in Atlanta mm-hmm. yet or anywhere other than the places I already made connections. And then Helen, Helen George's, all of those things are outside too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Like I'm doing okay and I do sometimes do a live stream every once in a while just because I have a little bit more control over the actual audio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in a, a live, yeah. I, can, I can actually be more intimate in a live stream all by myself okay. than doing like a show for seven hours in Helen, Georgia.
0: <laughs> because you play not only guitar, but you play ukulele. Yeah,
1: ukulele is really like my signature instrument. Okay. It's my, my one that people either love it or hate it. And so that's what I'm learning. I'm like, alright, if you don't like it, then I'm just going to let all that room to come in for the people that do like it. <laughs> and then the people that do like the ukulele, they really, really like it. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, different.
3: I it, mean, it's different. It's different.
1: Yeah, and I do a lot of like finger picking and mm-hmm. I try to, you know, not not that just doing chords is bad, but I try to it can be a little bit repetitive just okay. doing the chord strumming, so I try to make my fingers do more stuff when I play the ukulele.
0: Now, when you write, do you write on the guitar or, or ukulele or both? Both.
1: Okay. I do both. I do both, and each um, instrument lends itself to like different ways of thinking about stuff because some of the chords you see, look at me, I'm little, Mm -hmm. right? So some of the chords on the ukulele are just inherently easier for me to play on Mm -hmm. it versus the guitar, even though maybe all four of my fingers might be engaged on the fretboard on the ukulele. It's smaller and it's a little bit easier for me to press those strings down. Okay. So I'm able to, do different things, and then when I try to change those songs and put them on the guitar, it's like learning a totally different wheel, because all of those shapes are different on the guitar, obviously. That
0: would confuse the hell out of me. Sometimes it's
1: just fun to keep my brain working.
0: I've heard that. I've heard people do that so that it keeps their brain working, and it's like, okay, I I can see that, but like... I'm going to cheat when I get like a banjo tour. I'm going to get like a banjo tour because I want to play banjo. Yeah. Instead of buying like the regular five string, four string banjo, I'm going to get a six string that's that's already Tune like a for guitar. guitar and I can cheat. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> that's have to totally learn new chord repetition. Because when I first picked up the guitar, I would finger pick because I couldn't play with a pick. So I'd always finger pick. And then my grandfather, he had a banjo, so I would put like those little picks for the finger picks, Right, still yeah, ones. yeah. But I have a weird thing about my nails being touched, so when when I'm p- picking like that, it would pull the nail back, and it would just freak me out. It's like, I can't do that.
2: Ah, I got you, I got you. So it was
0: this weird feeling.
1: I started working on the banjo this year, too. Did you? Like, during the pandemic, that was one of my things. I haven't, obviously, I haven't worked on it in a while, because when the gig started to open back up, I mm-hmm. put all of my energy, because this is my livelihood. You know, right. I worked really hard to have the things I have and I didn't get the unemployment and Mm -hmm. so if I had to go get another job I mean I would still uh, so I'm like no I'm going to stick to what I know and I'm going to keep playing music and like Dang it, I can do this. Now
0: didn't you teach music or something at one time? I do, I still do. Still I teach? still do.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got friends and family in Aiken, South Carolina. Okay. And so every Monday and Tuesday I always I'm always there um, at the little music store. Shout out to Vintage Music in Aiken, South Carolina. Sally and Sean. Um, and I I teach ukulele okay. there and guitar sometimes. But my my specialty is kids. I'm kids. good yeah, I'm tiny, you know, like I'm, I'm kid size myself. So. And they
0: little hands and get on the ukulele. My little girl wanted to play the ukulele.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great, and, and I think the thing is, it looks so easy. It's tiny and it only has four strings, but it's very deceptive. It mm-hmm. is at first, but you still have to keep things in time. Mm-hmm. You have to move your fingers around in time to make the new chord shapes when you're actually playing a song. So yeah, but it sets, it sets kids up. For learning the guitar, if they want to do it later.
0: See, I heard, and it made sense. Like, if you want to learn guitar, the the easiest way to do it is to start on an electric guitar because you can hold the strings down easier. That I, that it,
1: that's probably true. I mean, it still,
0: will, it still will like make your fingers bleed. Like when I first practiced, you got to build your fingers up to play it but you can hold it down easier than you can on acoustic. Cause my, my first guitar was an old Yamaha. That was my grandfather's It's a classic guitar, had like a neck like that big. So you're trying to reach around. This is like you're trying time. to hold a two by four. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I, it had to be at least one by four side because it was huge. And I'm like, i was trying to play it. It's like, okay. And he had steel strings on it. And then when he died, I took the, he taught I said before he taught the GCD. So he taught me, which is kind of all you need. But, uh, I took off the steel strings, put nylon on there. So And
1: that, that makes a world of difference. I love nylons. Yeah, nylon. having the right I have this, um oh my, my epiphone I always forget what the numbers are, but it's a big white guitar that mm-hmm. weighs like nine pounds and I love it. It's really fun, but I'm I can't play it for a long time because uh-huh. it's so heavy, you know? And yeah. I'm like yeah, it's it's cool, it's pretty, but I'm actually thinking about getting, um, a three quarters guitar and an acoustic and working with that because even this one playing with that one after a while, it gets really heavy too. Like if I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, which I will be Mm -hmm. like, and performing out is the thing that I really, really love to do. I need to have instruments that are like built for my body, you know, like, I'm 120 pounds wet, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's heavy. So I'm, yeah. So a, a guitar really needs to be made a little bit better for for me. And I'm not going to feel bad about it.
0: <laughs> I have like so I play with my Taylor, but I have like an ovation guitar um, and they got like that hard plastic on the back.
1: Yeah. What do you think about that?
0: Um, It's an OK guitar. It's not my favorite. What I do like about that guitar is it's got a built in recorder. Oh so, really? Like if I want to, but the only way to activate it is with headphones. So you have to have headphones plugged into it, and then it will work, and it will record your song and play it back. So it's almost like a looper, but nobody else can hear it but you. But it's good for songwriting. Well, now like pardon
1: that. my language, but what the hell use is that <laughs> if you can only? Either. I don't, I don't get that. Like, so what's the purpose?
0: It's more, I think, a tool for songwriting. So it's like if you want to hear it, if you want to play it, and you want to hear it <laughs> in your head, and you're not bothering anybody, but it's an acoustic guitar. Okay. There's, It's not like you can quiet it. It's not like an electric guitar where you can strum without it plugged in, and nobody's really going to hear it but you. Now, this is you an acoustic guitar. You can hear it. It does no other does no other purpose. I don't know why. It's just wait, cool. So, so is there any other
1: way? If you had, like, could you run it to, like, an amp or something?
0: Maybe and run it out but I'm, then I'm probably you probably could if you got like one of those like quarter inch and, and stuck in there and then ran it into like the sound bar like like in a pa system maybe right that's what that yeah maybe i'd have to try it i haven't honestly haven't tried it because i've got my other guitars i pick up like i've got my uh i'm i love ibanez it seems like gravitate toward them i've got one that's got a built-in phaser and a reverb already built in that's and so cool. when you plug it in it, it will activate like you can't hear it until you plug it into a pa system Cool. The first time I plugged it in, I didn't know it was there, and it scared the shit out of me. I was like, what the hell's wrong with my guitar? What happened? <laughs> Who did
1: this? What happened, Captain? And it's
0: like, oh, it sounds so good. I'm like,
1: okay. Wait, so how do you adjust it? Like, is there, like... It's a button. Oh, okay. But can you, like, like change the amount of effect that actually goes to the signal on there?
0: You, um... You can turn down... You no, know, you can't change down the effect itself. You can change the volume of, of it. Okay. Um... But it's not. But it's it's overall volume. So if you turn it down, then it it turns the whole guitar down. So.
1: Ah, so the only thing you can do is like on or off. off. You don't have any like control of shaping it.
0: But it still makes it cool because it's got like the it's got a chorus and a and a phaser built into it.
1: Well, that's cool, but you still can't really. Shape it the way you would want to shape no, it. No,
0: you that's when you can play certain songs. Like if you want to play, like if I do like when Doves Cry, if I have that guitar oh, with me, go. I'll put it on because I slow I slow that song way down and it sounds better with a weird effect to it. That's so cool. That works. And then like people would like use loopers and pedals and stuff, it would be cool. I don't I can't figure that out because like I said, with the timing issue, it's like I'm not that great with time unless I hear a drum beat and then I can catch on to it because like I could tell you before, I just I would never play covers. I do now because you have to, but I started off playing nothing but originals and then I started off by myself playing. So how am I going to keep the time if I'm writing a song and I'm writing the melody and I'm not really paying attention to the one two, I can't count too. I just, it just messed me up. So, but I've, I've get better at that stuff as we go along.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to, that but, just, that just <laughs> takes time. Yeah, metronome. Well, like, I can like do it with a
0: drum beat. Time. I can't do it with a metronome. I hate metronomes.
1: I have found a way I've got a, um, ah, oh, it's on my looping pedal that it's it's a boss like R two. It's like ancient yeah. and I've had it forever. But there you, you can there's like drum drum machine like patterns mm-hmm. already pre programmed in there. Okay. And so sometimes I just practice to those, you know, I uh-huh. just like turn that on, plug that into my amp and like um and I don't I don't activate like the looping thing. Or if I do, you know, yeah. I'll just like do the playback and I'll have the um the, the drum sounding thing going on in there too. So that that's one of the okay. things I I do for my my timing, you know
0: see now I have two different the first set i bought I bought one that's got like it's a big box that's for my electric guitar it has a looper and it has a drum machine in it, but you can't use the looper if you use the drum machine
2: and then again, what the heck
0: <laughs> but i mean it has like a hundred different effects, so it has like tons of great effects to it
2: what brand what is this
0: um um yet could I told you it was um
1: well, I couldn't tell you what the numbers are on my Epiphone, so
0: it's a. I don't think it's music. I think it's um, Pro Audio. So I don't honestly don't remember. I'd have to look at it. And I've got my lead guitarist is messing with it now, so I don't even have it with me.
1: Because I mean that would be a perfect integration. I mean even my silly little Boss pedal has got like a couple of drum pad things that yeah. you can plug into, and that helps keep the the metronomic thing going, so I can keep my timing and keep playing. Yeah.
0: Now, I did buy a, like, a, like a Boss loop or two, like just a loop pedal. Yeah. But the thing is you got to hit it twice to make it stop.
1: And that uh-huh. is why, okay, so <laughs> I just found a Boss 300 uh-huh. that someone bought and then got frustrated with it. So I think it's been out of the box like four times considering, mm-hmm. also counting the time I took it out of the bo- box <laughs> and played with. But what's really great with it is that, so you've got like three channels. You've mm-hmm. got an XLR for microphone. Um, And then you've got two quarter inch channels and then you can um, record and overdub on each of those three channels. And then to like, there's an all stop button. Mm -hmm. Like, so you can all stop and you just hit it once. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's one of the reasons why I got frustrated with that little boss loop. I'm like,
3: right? you know, I'm like,
1: (laughs) to hell with this. This is annoying. And then, and then also you have to like, it's not like. On your little boss pedal? Don't you have to like kind of stomp down on that yeah, thing? You gotta go fast. Yeah. I mean, you gotta
0: put enough pressure on it or it starts recording.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, this is not very efficient and it's very stress inducing for me. There's gotta <laughs> be a better way to
0: do this. I got a drum program on here now called Easy Drummer. Um, I, I got it from my, my producer, he does that for all the stuff. Because if you get a band in there, you can play with the band you got drums, but when you do a lot of demo work like I do for the songwriting. I don't have a drummer. I'm not going to pay a drummer to come in there. So right, we, right, we'll right. use the program to get the song out. And so that helps a lot. Because what I'll do is I'll play the song and then I'll do like on my phone. I've got like a little uh, BM, BPM app. Yeah, You just you're right. tap it and it kind of gets you in the general dun, vicinity. Dun, dun, yeah. You tap it with your finger. And so then you put it in. So it gets you close enough. And then I can adjust where I'm playing into it. And that helps me a lot.
1: And And going back to that metronome thing. I hate using a metronome, too, because I feel like I should be, like, in the Army and having a drill sergeant <laughs> yell at me because it's just, you know, the the dun, 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 right. dun, dun. I'm like, no, I need to have me a drum beat so mm-hmm. I can actually play, and it feels a lot more natural
0: and nice. <laughs> right. And my my wife you met used to be a drill sergeant. You said drill sergeant. It, it made me think of that. You're like, oh. She's like, every time she comes home from, she's like, come home from uh, the Army after she's been gone for a long time. She's got her, she's in her Army mode. Like, look, woman, I ain't your soldiers. Calm down. <laughs> and she she eventually will. But she she was so funny because they get that so ingrained in their head and they have to push the soldiers. And, you know, she saw her. She's not a big woman either.
1: No, she's little. Yeah. She's, she's, I bet she has to be tiny and mighty to like. So she,
0: she, yeah, she, she always used to say with her soldiers, what was it, she goes, um. I may not take your ass out, but I'm going to take a piece of it with me.
1: <laughs> Can I use that?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> because if anybody just met Diana, they know she she's you would look at her, you wouldn't think she's a drill sergeant.
1: No, I would I not have thought that at all. How uh, long was she in the army?
0: She's still in. She's been in for 23 years. She's no longer a drill sergeant. She's like a supply sergeant uh now. Uh but she's in reserves, but she's been in total 23 years. Wow, go her yeah. mad respect. So she, she won't retire. I'm trying to like, get a retire. She goes, Nope, I got a couple more years before they force me out. She says, And then, you know, because we get like the TSP and then we get the VA stuff. So we get the benefits once she actually goes off, becomes a civilian and retires. That, like, the TSP that we pay for would shoot up like. Nine hundred percent. It's just crazy how much of a difference active duty to non-active duty. Well, insurance. now you have to
1: tell me what TSP stands for.
0: Um, it's an insurance. You'd have to ask her. It's an insurance thing. Not not TSP. TSP is a retirement. Uh, Tricare. Tricare is the um, actual. It's like Blue Cross Blue Shield, but it's for the military. Uh, okay. So okay. Tricare. So the that's a Tricare Reserve, and so there's like different levels of it. But when you're active in the military. It's cheaper. As soon as you retire, you can still get it. But but I then mean, you have the to pay into it. difference is
1: so much more. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys crazy. have got, how
2: many kids do you have?
0: Uh, I've got three total, the twins. Um, they're 11. And then my oldest, he's 23. Uh, he lives in Warner Robins, and he actually works for the Air Force. Oh, wow. He's got civilians. He's a civilian.
1: Wait, so he I saw get... your one son. He was shooting the pellet gun. Yeah, that's Gibson. So, you, so you've got Gibson, and then you've got another son.
0: Uh, Wyatt, who's 23. Okay. And then my little girl, Cheyenne, she's his twin sister. <sighs> So, oh, okay. was so not
1: identical. Okay, got yeah, not, it.
0: But, I mean, when they were first born, they looked identical. I mean, obviously, you could tell the difference. <laughs> oh, that's no. a boy. Okay. <laughs> I know that's Gibson. <laughs> but when they were first born, I mean, it was crazy how, how much they looked exactly alike.
1: Did you have to put tags on their clothes? How, how did no, you... all
0: you got to do is I'm going to change the diaper. Oh, you know diaper. You're like, oh, this is Gibson. <laughs> I got you. I
1: got you. Don't no, no pee in my eye. Quit it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the easy one to notice. Like, oh, I know you. <laughs> like, they have friends that are, like, identical. Friends, I'm like, if we had that, there'd be so much trouble. Because if I know me personally, if I had an identical twin, we would be changing out like in movies all the time. Like I'd be going to his class, he'd be going to mine. We would do all kinds of jokes.
1: Wasn't there a movie? What didn't Disney do a movie called yes. Parent Trap? Parent, yes. <laughs> you would be the Parent Trap. Yes,
0: I love that movie. I like the original one. That I like the did original too, one. and I like the one that Lindsay Lohan did as well too, because that's that was I thought was pretty good.
1: I like the original one. I think my grandma, like... Okay, where I grew up in the 80s, and my grandma, I remember she took me to go see um, Herbie, the the Love Love Bug Bug. movies, because they they would show them in the movie theater like on a Sunday or a Saturday for really cheap. Mm -hmm. And my grandma would take me to go see that. And then... Um, they showed Fantasia one time and the original Parent Trap movie was one of them too yep. like so disgustingly wholesome <laughs> <laughs> like the scariest one of all of them was the Fantasia movie yes. have you have you seen that movie that yes. one that blew my mind when I was a child I was like grandma and there's the the where they sing the Ave Maria like there's like Night on Witch Mountain or what whatever the where the where all the devil comes out and there's people going and playing in the flames and in mm. hell and all of that and then after it there's the Ave Maria song like I cried in the movie theater I was like a little kid I'm like Grandma this is I don't know I I just really <laughs> like it I'm crying <laughs> I don't know that I've ever told that to anybody
0: <laughs> now you told everybody who listens. <laughs>
1: It's because there's a family graveyard right there 20 feet away (laughs)
0: Yep. Weird stories going to come out You're going to have stuff that you don't even remember coming out I know
1: Be like oh gosh what did I say (laughs) I've had
0: people actually say Hey can you cut that part out of there (laughs) Did I say that I can't remember if I said that I got like I said, that's why I edit some of it too. I mean, I I don't really cut anything out and stuff like the dead time between, like when we're changing over and you're playing your guitar. And, oh yeah. Because I mean, nobody wants to hear shuffling around and moving the microphone. It's just, just dead space. So, I'll I'll turn it off. I'll let it, I'll continue to run in case we get good conversations because a lot of times in between, you're not thinking about what you're trying to say. You just say stuff and it's it works out great.
1: Right, kind of like everything we're saying <laughs> yes, right I now. Because <laughs> I was gonna ask you. So how did you and Diana meet? Um
0: it's funny the real the real way we met is
1: wait wait wait. there's two ways well there's, there's
0: a story that i tell everybody which one want to you want the story i tell everybody or you want the real story i first? want
1: the real story and then i want okay. i want both okay. i mean i just told you about crying at fantasia
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right we met um through my sister uh because my because diana works for the sheriff's office so my sister was hr of the county at that time and i was going through a divorce and she was going through a divorce because she went on active duty and her you know, that's when she got divorced from her husband. Um, we won't go into everything. She'd be mad at me if I tell the story. But she ended up being by herself. I was by myself. And she saw a picture of, of my family in my sister's office. She said, oh, they're a cute family. And she, and then she goes, are, are you looking? <laughs> my sister asked her that. She goes, well, yeah. And then she told her a story about how she's going through divorce. And she said, yeah, well, my brother's going through the same thing. So she introduced us. So the first way we started talking, uh, because it's the new generation, people talk on computer and they do like uh, online stuff. Yes, we were, MySpace. Back and forth on oh MySpace. Oh my gosh, I line. remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I had no clue how to to talk online. I've always been in person. That's how I talk to, to people. So my mom, for whatever reason, was more of an expert on online dating than I was. What your mother? <laughs> my mother. Wait, how does that work? <laughs> I, I, I don't even. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> So I was like, so what, what What should I do? She goes, well, don't give away too much information. Don't talk too much about yourself. Wait till you actually meet face to face. So Diane would ask me questions. i give like one word answers. Yeah, you know, like like a kid, like a teenager, when you ask them, how's your day? That's yeah, good. You know. So oh,
1: I bet that made her frustrated. Like, <laughs> come on, man, what? <laughs> probably. Maybe.
0: So we ended up meeting at Cracker Barrel. Oh. Um, blind date, we met right up there. Uh, and then that's how, that's how we actually met. And then, like I said, because I was going through divorce, I was, I was separated. I had a 10-year-old son. I was hurt because I had back surgery, so I was out of work. I'm like, I'm not really the, the dating. If I put this on a dating profile, I would get zero hits. <laughs> so I'm like, I wasn't expecting anything out of it, but we hit it off. And that's how we met.
2: That's a great story. It's,
0: now, the story that I tell everybody, because she was in the sheriff's office, is they brought me in, in handcuffs, and she fell in love.
1: And that has far more dramatic potential.
0: And I wrote a song. For that very, and I, I wrote a song with a story that I tell everybody. It's called "Forbidden Love," and the opening line is "They brought me the handcuffs and you fell in love."
1: So, have you ever been in the sheriff's office with, with handcuffs on? No, no.
0: Oh, no. I have been searched a couple times, and I, I've been harassed a couple of times, but I've never, I've never knocked on wood. Yeah, knocked on wood Been arrested or pulled in, but a lot of my friends and family have. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever had to post bail for them? <laughs>
0: uh, no, but I did go pick up a friend. Uh, who had a warrant out for his arrest. And then the dummy, <laughs> he called them because he knew he had a warrant out for his arrest. So, i uh, uh, I have a warrant? And he's like, yeah, so I'll come meet you here. So he had me meet him. And then I was like, don't be telling my name. I don't want my name associated with this at all. Yeah. But he did anyway. So I was like, all right, so I'll drop you off. So I pulled into Sweetwater, uh, the store down the road. And as soon as I did, I was swamped by oh, police no. cars, surrounded. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, I was... 19 years old at the time 18 19 years old so you know they're already gonna give me a hard time because i'm a kid in their eyes so like oh how much smoke how much dope are you smoking And just all that's like no i don't smoke well we're gonna search your car and if i know now I was like well you don't have a warrant my car is locked you can't get into it i didn't know that at the time so i let them search it and then as they started searching it i was like oh shit i got a bottle of liquor underneath the seat and i'm underage <laughs> they never found it <laughs>
1: That's good. That's good. That's good. I really been, good. I'd have been
0: in handcuffs then.
1: No, but you know what? <laughs> then you would have gotten a savvy lawyer, and they would have been like, "Nah." They searched your car without any kind of warrant yeah. or like official legal represent or official legal document saying that they could. Right. Well, so they really gave you a hard time. They did. But you were lucky.
3: Yeah.
0: So now my wife works for sheriff's office. I don't get stopped as much. If I do, I just drop her name. <laughs> you like, you know, I'm married to, don't you? She uh-huh. now she gets out of more speeding tickets. And I, every time I get pulled over I get a ticket
1: How does she wait how, wait how does this work?
0: Okay how does well this work? she got pulled over and I guess because one she's military and then two she works for a sheriff's office she got pulled over going 100 miles an hour.
2: who goes 100 miles an hour? My wife does whoa 100 My car miles an go hour. That
0: fast. And it was like in a 55. They didn't take her license away they didn't take her to jail I was like, how the hell did you get out of the ticket? I'd have been in handcuffs in jail right now calling you.
1: Yeah, I'd still be in jail. I'd probably call
0: my mom <laughs> so I wouldn't have to call my wife. Say, hey, come get me.
1: Your mother who knows more about online dating than you do. That's so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did an interview with my mom for Mother's Day. Uh, so it's actually an episode I've recorded on I need to go find that. It's it's on here. So just uh, reach back for Mother's Day. It's like, like titled Mama's Mother's Day. Whatever, here. But you'll see it. It says Mother's Day. And she'll tell stories on their about me growing up there's a lot of stories that she she told i'm like i said i, I didn't care i was like i said mom you're kind of just throwing everything out there for people to know they don't want to know all this stuff but she she's so funny she did all that it's like so funny she took me when i was 17 years old um for graduation i wanted to go to florida so but my cousin wanted to see his dad first so i, I took him to see his dad but when i did because i was going father son trip but my dad wouldn't take me Fife's going to Tennessee too, so Mama said she'll go with me. So I ended up taking my cousin to see his dad because his dad was sick, he was dying, and he died like the, the year later. So I'm glad I did. He got to see his daddy before he died. um And then she shooted me to Florida, and she bought me alcohol stuff because I wasn't over, I wasn't old enough to do it. And she got me. I met uh two different models there that were doing a the shoot. They wanted me to go drink with them. I was like, I can't get in the club. I'm not old enough. I had such a good time, though. And then I, had a, I met a, a girl that was shooting Seventeen magazine at the time. I met her and hung out with her for a little while. And then my mom actually got me, got me some alcohol, and I ended up drinking and having a good time.
2: Wow.
1: That would never have happened in my family.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to talk to your mom. <laughs> Do you have any brothers or sisters? I
0: got an older sister. And yes. like, She's the one that introduced me and Diana.
1: Oh, at the sheriff's office? Yes.
0: She she's now she uh she has her own heating and air company. Uh her and her husband have like AirPro, so they run through there. So Tracy AirPro, I'm giving you some free free advertising. Some
1: free pro right. yo. <laughs>
0: yo. So they do that now.
1: Wait, so where does your mom live? Like
0: this is your family. Right she
2: lives next
0: yeah, all wow. this is family owned. We used to own that part too. My sister did and they sold it. Uh the house at the bottom, the little octagon, was my grandmother's. That's mine. I've sold it to uh Ed. So, But it's still, i like the bank. So uh, all this is still like family. Home. There's like nine and a half acres total.
2: That's
1: how it should be. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wish my family was like that. That's really cool. It really is. I'm like, that's really cool.
0: You almost make me want to cry. Oh, I said, we'll get all kind of stuff out here. Like I said, I, I like it. I, I, I can't imagine living nowhere else. I've always lived out here in the woods away from people. Diana likes living together, like in subdivisions and HOAs. I can't do that. It, it would drive me up a wall to live that close to somebody, you know, and that, that wasn't family.
1: Right. And and if you were living like that, then you, there, there'd be no chance of Bigfoot coming into your backyard. Nope. You know? <laughs> I'm all on this Bigfoot thing. Yes. I'm like,
0: Ooh. She's going to be looking for Bigfoot. I know. Time. I'm
1: like, man, I hope, I hope Bigfoot comes. <laughs> and I just noticed there's an amazing spider web right there. Can Can you see it? It's like, um, of course, listening on the podcast, you can't see it, nope. but it's like, it's right there oh, between I it. the, you see it now. Yeah. Well, the I, web I, was, I was looking for the, the spider, <laughs> like it's a big web, so there's got to be a big spider that made it too. It me. was,
0: yeah, because I had a, a, a guest a couple of days ago, uh, Art and Wick Band, they came up here. Uh, her name is Amy and she pointed out the big spider, so that's got to be the web for it. So <sighs> it's around somewhere. It's in hiding.
1: Yeah. And I'm noticing you've got some good uh, poison, or poison ivy.
0: Yep, the yeah. poison ivy. A lot of poison uh, sumac around here that breaks me out. I mean, horrible. I get it on my skin, and it will just, like, wildfire.
3: Ooh.
1: And then
0: I'm, like, itching, and so I'm in the shower with hot, scalding water, like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then rubbing
0: alcohol on it when I'm done.
1: One time. All right. That reminds me of a story. This is, like, how very, I don't know, disgustingly pure I was growing up. <laughs> I went to vacation Bible school mm-hmm. at uh, the the Grant Street um whatever Methodist church or whatever and um on my little team we won like the Bible verse challenge okay. and so we all memorized a whole bunch of bible verses and i can remember some of them to this day and so the winning team we got to go have a pool party at mrs duke's house Ah. and mrs duke was the school nurse this is in greentown indiana by the way (laughs) at eastern elementary um school and um i sometime during that week got into a terrible patch of, of poison ivy and my, I had an awful reaction to oh. it. So I had it on my face and I kind of looked like the <laughs> elephant man. And it was like, it was the worst because I think I memorized the most Bible verses. It was definitely um. part of like, I helped, I helped win for the team. And then I couldn't go to the stupid pool party because <laughs> I had poison ivy all over my face. <laughs> but it was probably for the better because by the time we were able to go and do the pool party, I think, um, Aaron Massey, you probably are long gone at this point, but he was also on our team, and I liked him a lot. And if I would have gone to the pool party looking like the Elephant Man, Aaron Massey would have seen me looking like the Elephant Man. So it probably worked out for the better that I didn't go to the pool party because of the poison ivy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tying it all back to the poison ivy that I see on your tree. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, that's what I. That's what I, I like living out here and stuff like that. The stories. Yes. And I said, we'll do all kinds of stories. Let's get some music in for me, too, though. Because yeah. I want you to play before we start. But yes, like I said, this, this has been so fun, just just talking this part. And that's why I said, everybody asks me, what do I talk about? Whatever you want to I don't care. Like we're, we're talking just... about Poison Ivy and, <laughs> and Eric Massey. <laughs> and my grandma. <laughs> right? And it's memories. And that's what I think tied to music expresses. When people are like musicians, they, they, they wear their hearts on their sleeves. And a lot of them are introverted unless you start talking about music and then they'll kind of come out of their shell. So I like that expression. And I listen to your stuff and people hear it in just a second. Um, it's very folksy. It's very folksy. And I guess that's probably part of your, your background or being wholesome. as You said, and, and living I know like I know. And
1: people think I'm like Janice Joplin. I'm like, I am so, I might sound like her, but I am nothing. Minus like the that. booze and stuff. Right. right exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so not that, I'm not that at all. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sing you a song. Okay. Like given what my, my voice sounds like. So it's, okay. gonna, it's be. gonna
0: sound like Janice Joplin. It's definitely night. gonna sound like Janice <laughs> Joplin.
1: Yes, yes. I'm telling you right now, I've had no whiskey, just a bunch of coffee, and I had two Tylenol that your wife gave me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, here we
0: go. Let's and there's
1: see a, there's got.
3: a line
0: behind you to plug in. Oh cool. Yeah, now if, if you need more line, let me know. I can I can pull it out. It should reach over there pretty good. <laughs>
1: Sounding good? <clears throat> this sounds awful. Let me clear my throat one more time.
0: We were watching Friends when you pulled up. I don't know if you ever watch that show, Friends.
1: Yes, yes, and Phoebe gets Phoebe sick. Phoebe gets sick, yes. she's like, oh, hey,
3: baby. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, and then she gets well, and she can't do it anymore. All right. <laughs> oh, I hear Carolina Wrens have been everywhere today where I've been. So this song is called Where I Belong. Okay, I hear you, Carolina Wren.
2: You were beneath the moon Last night Whispering your wildest dreams Your words were a tune When I woke all I heard was you Laughing in the early light Easy in the April breeze I don't know if it's right But it sure don't feel wrong where I belong. Yes, where you are, is where I belong. Yes, like the wind you stop and start, my heart echoing through my veins. When you are not near, your memory tears me apart This ache, a delicate pain that burns before it sparks I know this is right, I can feel it in your soul Where you are is where I belong so where you are. Is where I belong. Fly, little bird, fly high and free. Where you roam, you'll always be In the stars to come back to me Yes, where you are is where I belong Where you are is where I belong So come on through that door The time is to begin the light at the end. It's been you all along. Where you are is where I belong. Yes, where you are is where I belong. Where you are is where I belong. Where you are is where I belong. Where you are is where I belong.
0: your heart yeah. I, I, can, I can tell you
1: yeah I, I missed a couple notes in there no but.
0: it was it was still it's still good <laughs> for what you did i mean i people need to listen if they want to hear you i'll put like actual at the end i'll put one of your finished songs on here you tell which one you want
3: okay and at the
0: end of the episode i'll put it so they can hear like a finished song of yours too awesome uh, because i can tell you play out a lot because you know how to control when your voice is lower you go lower on the guitar so that it's not too loud. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then I, and I normally do this like um, a full step up, and I was like, well, I think if I pull it down and not put the capo on, I'll be able to actually hit yeah. the notes, and yeah. I've I mean, heard
0: that song. Um, I don't know if it was at the tin at the tin roof, yes. or if it was on the uh, Georgia versus Tennessee song show writer showcase. It's probably
1: on both. It's okay. probably
2: on both.
0: And it may be. And then I said, for y'all don't know, she was actually part of. I did a the first ever. Georgia versus Tennessee yeah songwriter showdown and I it was some weird name, but
1: and it was really, really cool, and I was and we you happened to do it right as I was trying to get people to finish funding my Kickstarter, <laughs> so i wasn 't able to like I felt really weird, like, okay, I need your money, and also please go like my thing over here, you know yeah. so you know what I mean, so i did I did the best I could, and yeah. it was so. The songwriters that were in that are lovely. That was a very, very nice thing that you put together of writers.
0: As as soon as I did that and started finishing up, I've got calls from other states that wanted to get involved too. Cool. It was like, oh, I'd like to Texas called me. I had somebody from Arkansas call. Uh, I was like, well, let me see how this finishes out, and then maybe I'll do another one and then be like another state versus Georgia because Georgia ended up winning. Uh, Aaron Tanner, who was in it, he won the whole thing, and he's like a Christian country guy, real good. So I was like, maybe I'll do I'll do another one. I just got so much going on now. I love doing this stuff. You know I mean this this stuff is fun for me. I like still playing out and doing music and writing because that's what I always have done. But with this, I get to meet and it's very interesting people, and I get to hear great music and I get to hear good stories, and it's fun.
2: I'm glad that's so
1: cool. I'm. I hope at some point, like where I I can land, and have more time to. To maybe do something kind of like what you're doing. Yeah. It's it, it seems like a great opportunity to meet people and also hear good stories. Yeah, it is,
0: and it's good networking too. I mean, cause cause you're you're doing the thing, and it's like okay, if somebody needs needs somebody to sing, I'm like oh, I know Josephine, she'll sing for you. Let me let me get you in contact with her. And yeah. It works. It works out for everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So
0: it's fun. I mean, besides being, fun, it's just fun. Like I said, eventually, I want to put like a whole. I started thinking about it, I want to do like a concert up here. Over there, there's a pool I'm going to drain. I've said this for probably a year and a half. Everybody's heard it since the beginning. I'm going to drain the pool and have, like, concerts inside the pool. That's a
1: cool idea. And, like,
0: video it. And then, eventually, as it takes off, start, we'll charge, like, an admission for online or stuff. Wait, where's the pool? It's, you can't see it, but it's straight back behind those trees. Like, if you see Mama's house, it's right to the right of it. Oh,
1: okay. It. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, yeah. like, the tr- there's literally, like trees
0: right there yeah you, you but it's it's like a eight and a half foot deep pool i'm just going to drain it and build a little stage and use the natural harmonics of the pool that's
1: a really cool it. idea and then you could like light it in really fun mm. ways yep. like different kinds of hanging lights and that's a great idea
0: Yep. And i've been saying it for a year and i was like oh, well i had idea i started draining it and then her insurance company and people have heard these episodes probably heard if they listen to them um block me from doing it because they wanted to put a fence make her either cover it or put a fence I'm like, you're in the middle of the woods why do you need a fence? There's nothing going to get in there but squirrels.
1: Right, exactly so even if even if you drain it, they still wanted you to put a fence, fence around, around it, it. Right. and you're like, this is ridiculous right. well maybe they're looking out for Bigfoot's best interest <laughs> <laughs> see this theme? I'm like, yeah, I believe in Bigfoot she, she's
3: going, I can tell
0: <laughs> she's going Bigfoot hunting up here, she's I know it's here <laughs> She keeps eyeballing the all everything over. She's I to hear some noises I know. Like running through the woods. It's
1: Bigfoot, right? I love nature. <laughs> we will love
0: you too. <laughs> See, I never like with, with Bigfoot. That it's actually funny you brought that up. It's never come up on the podcast before. Being up here in the woods, and I don't know if, if what I think about it. It's got to be something to it. It's there are too many sightings and stuff people have seen. I mean, I don't know if there's an actual Bigfoot, but. Maybe there's something at one time that was. Well,
1: this is all I know. Okay. Out in Northern California. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I I went to school there. And Bigfoot is a thing out there, too. I mean, people swear by Bigfoot out there. So even if Bigfoot doesn't exist now, maybe there was some Chewbacca-like thing, (laughs) you know? I mean, maybe. I don't know.
0: I wonder if Chewbacca was inspired by Bigfoot. He had to have been.
1: He had to have been inspired by Bigfoot. He had to have been.
0: Because I never thought about it. But like.
2: That's got to be close.
1: Well, yeah, like the Star Wars guy, he was from, like, Skywalker Ranch. All that Mm -hmm. stuff is in, like, Northern California. And that's, like, ground zero. I was surprised when I came. So I went to school at SCAD a million years ago. And I didn't really learn about Bigfoot, really, until I went to school in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's a big thing there. And then I came back here, and I didn't realize, like, oh, yeah, People think there's a Bigfoot down in Florida, like the swamp monster <laughs> Bigfoot. And then other people in the Appalachian Mountains, they mm. think that Bigfoot lives in the Appalachian Mountains here. So, like, what is it? There has to be some kernel of truth. Like, what what does the sighting of this thing say? Like, what kind of metaphor is it trying to convey about human human observation, human experience, y- mm. you know? Like, what, what's, what does it really embody?
0: I don't know. That's a very interesting question. Maybe it goes back to the cavemen and they think the cavemen is is Bigfoot.
1: Right. Like maybe there still is like this human out there that's able to live in the woods without any of the comforts. or. My wife
0: would be totally all over that. She loves those kind of things. (laughs) Have you ever watched that show Alone? Yeah. She is so hooked on that show. She loves loves the idea of, of just living out in the woods and living off the land.
1: I would probably die, but I like that idea too. No, I mean, if I got stuck in a cold climate somewhere, that'd be the end of me. I mean, look, I've got goosebumps right now and it's like 60 degrees, you know, so (laughs) I would die.
0: So she tried to get me to watch it. And I I was like, no, you're not sucking me into that. Because I I, I sat down, I was eating dinner and she she put it on so I'd have to watch it. And so all of a sudden I'm like, it was started. I started getting interested in it. I was like, no, no, I quit. No, no, I'm done. I'm not. I don't want to get sucked into that stuff.
1: Because they like give different people. Okay, here's your challenge. You're going to like be alone here, mm-hmm. and you're gonna live. The, there was the one episode with the guy that killed um, the big animal, and he ended up like all he was eating was like fat. Moose. And, yeah. The, yeah moose. the moose. Yeah yeah see, like,
3: she,
1: <laughs> he thought he had it but you, you have to have carbs and sugar didn't
0: Wolverine or something get into that I think so too yeah see I told you she yes. watches it she tries to suck me in she'll tell me the stories like I don't want to see it no no, I'm, 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 no I'm, I'm doing my podcast I'm recording <laughs> I'm, like, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna on gonna my I'm going to edit game. my stuff <laughs> I'll drive her crazy like when I play like when I saw right too like it hits you at weird times so I'm sitting there playing. I wake up three, four o'clock in the morning. Oh, oh, it's in my mind. I got to play it so I so I don't forget it. Does it happen to you too? I'm sure it does.
1: It used to more often. Like now I'm just so focused on, you know, gigging and the EP and all of the things that I've got going on. It's been, it's been probably a good year since I've had like a 3 a.m. Oh my gosh, I have to write a song. Although I will say this. <clears throat> I got to write about this and I, this is really great.
0: Bigfoot. No, no.
1: <laughs> even better. I rented a car about three weeks ago to get up to a gig that was in North Carolina because okay. I didn't want to use my car. And the rental car broke down in the middle of nowhere in South Carolina. Oh, wow. So you call. This was, it was crazy, 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 crazy. So I called Budget and they're like, OK, we'll send a Lyft or um, an Uber to you right away. I'm like, OK, good luck with that. 20 minutes later, you know, they call back. There's no Lyft or Uber. Um, we're going to see if there's a towing company. There's no towing company. And so the only thing on their hotline that uh, Budget could do was you need to wait until 8 a.m. until we can dispatch someone to you from either the Aiken store or the Savannah store. Wow. And I'm, I'm like, this is not cool. This is not cool at all. So as luck would have it, the the tire blew out, like, right in front of the Allendale emergency room complex Mm -hmm. thing, whatever. So, you know, I I did, I did everything. Oh yeah. And the budget people, even they're like, oh, just go in the back and there should be a spare tire in the back. We'll talk you through how to change it. So I pull everything out of the rental car. There was no spare tire in there. I'm like, okay, this is not cool. So I go into the emergency room, put my mask on and everything. I'm like, Hey, look, I don't know what to tell you other than I think I'm going to need to sleep in the parking lot in this rental vehicle. Because I'm not going to be able to get a tow until 8 a.m. And one of the nurses was like, "Hang on, you know what? My cousin, he's got him. We got. He's got a tow truck. What time? He might still be awake. It's like 1:30. Okay, we're gonna hold on. We're gonna get you. We got it. We got it. And so, I believe it's Red Horse Towing and Reclamation. Mm -hmm. That man came and like picked me up at two o'clock in the morning. We towed the thing back to Savannah. So that at 8 o'clock in the morning, all I would need to do is just get me a new rental car instead of having to go back to, you know, like it saved me two or three hours of having to deal with all of that. But the song, that man, the tow ride going back, (laughs) I don't, I shouldn't tell you. I feel like he was really funny. He was like, yeah, sometimes when it rains on the 95, he's like, these potholes just materialize out (laughs) of nowhere. He's like, I call it going fishing. (laughs) And I'm like... Dude, keep talking. I'm writing this stuff down. Keep talking. Keep talking. He was a hoot. Like that. Yep. That was probably there's songs for days from that whole experience. Oh yeah,
0: you could get so many songs from truckers and and people like that just riding with them.
1: Yes, and the things he was telling me, I can't. I probably shouldn't say any more about any of that. But <laughs> <laughs> bless your heart, man. I can't even remember your first name, but you were freaking awesome, and thank you.
0: <laughs> there are some great people like it. See, I've been in the South, born and raised in Georgia. I mean, I've been to other states, but I went to New York like last year, maybe. And it's so different, such a different night and day type of people. Like, I'm up at a gas station, and this guy's trying to change his tire. Bless his heart, he can't change it. He's having a hard time, and nobody would help him. Aww. So, I'm a are and we're moving around. I said, <coughs> Go help him. I said, You sure? We got to leave. She said, Yeah, go help him. So, I, said, I go help him. I, helped, I had to help the guy change his tire. He said, You got to be from the South. I was like, "How can you tell?" He said, "Well, what well, my accent—you can't really, can't fake my accent." <laughs> he says but you're the only person that would help me. I was like, "Okay." He was—he was trying to take the tire off the wrong way. Oh, but like, so. he was turning it lefty righty tighty. Righty tighty. Loo- yep. Was, At he- least
1: I know that. If I, w- if, I w- if there would have been a tire changing kit in there, I know how to change a car. I know where to put yeah. the jack to get it up. I know, but there wasn't one in there. Probably because it would have been a bigger liability. If I would have been trying to change it and, like, something terrible would have happened yeah. by the side of the road.
0: Maybe. I like with my truck, like I said, uh, I got to, because I do pest control, I have a termite rig, so I have too much weight in the truck. Those little jacks that they give me will not jack the truck up high enough to take the tires off. Oh, it yeah, It never yeah. does. And so now the problem I have with that truck, and I just found out, is that it used to be an Enterprise truck. So the, the part like, where you <clears> drop, because they got the full-size spare, and you just crank it down. Well, it's like a little square knob that you got to stick that long pole in and then you got to wind it down. Yep, yep. It's, it's stripped. It's stripped. And I can't get the son of bitch down. I'm like, I'm going to be so pissed off because <laughs> I'm going to have to call them whenever I have a flat to come get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one yeah. thing, like the jack, I can carry a jack in the truck and just get it up. But if I can't get the damn spare off, it doesn't do no good. Right. So how are you going to do it? How are you going to get that thing I'm off? I'm going have to take it to Dodge and see if they can just find a way to get it down. And I'll just carry the damn spare in the back.
1: And that go. way,
0: all I gotta do is change it when I, I have it with me, and I gotta worry about dropping it down.
1: That was one of the things I learned from that tow truck driver. Well, my that that car that had, got the flat, uh, it had forty five thousand miles on it. As a as a this year's, like oh, it, it it was it was, there was so many wrong things with that car <laughs> that I I it's all good it's all good. But that's what that guy said. He's like, never ever buy a car from a a rental company. He's like. You never know what what you're going to get.
0: And he's <laughs> right, 100 percent right. I mean, I love my truck. I haven't had many problems with it, but the problems I did have is all because of overuse. Like I had a mission mm. had emissions issue. The the sensor kept going out in it, and I mean, it was it had 13,000 miles on it when I bought it. So it right, and
1: that's that's what those those cars should have on it. Shouldn't have 45,000 miles right. on it. That's crazy.
0: So they they bought I bought that truck, and it had like a, it has a, had a dent on the bottom of the frame, and it's like whatever. I mean, it's a it's a work truck. I use it as a work truck, but. That I had the emissions problem going wrong with it, uh and then we finally got it fixed, but they kept they just kept resetting it. They wasn't fixing it because I kept getting the same problem. I'm like, well, if I have to bring this one more time, I'm going to bring it with my lawyer, and then y'all can keep the damn thing. yeah, I' done with it, you know, because I like the I like dodge i have, haven't had any problem with the other one. you know the water pump went out at ninety nine thousand miles, and so it's still under warranty, and then I got lucky that's so, awesome. I think they changed it out, but other than that, it's been great. But the same thing is because Enterprise is a, a rental truck. It has those weird things that you don't find out until.
1: And I will say what I did learn, too, from that um, tow truck guy. Enterprise partners exclusively with AAA. And mm-hmm. so if I would have rented from, and, it, and I didn't rent from Enterprise because it's like $50 more expensive. Yeah, more expensive. You know, it's much more expensive. But, like, the, a AAA person would have come and gotten me. Like, it would have yeah. been, it wouldn't have been all of this, let us call you a Lyft or an Uber and I could have right. told him right there, like, you ain't gonna find no Lyft or Uber in Allendale, South Carolina, at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> at, at, at any time, let alone at one o'clock in the morning. Right.
0: <laughs> I've only been in the Lyft once, and it was in Vegas. What'd you think? Ah, uh, it's fine. I mean, the guy was in his BMW and riding around, hauling ass everywhere. But I was drunk. I was fine.
1: Oh, well, that's I good. Like, I was
0: like, dude, if you spin me out too much, I may puke in your car.
1: <laughs> I do it more often than I, I mean, I do it a lot. Like if I go out with friends mm-hmm. or if I don't want to mess around, like especially when I'm in Nashville. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with parking or anything.
0: Yeah. I just call be. a
1: Lyft. And then that way you, you don't spend $20, 30 $40, whatever it's yeah. going to cost to park for the night. I know it hurts
0: the, the uh, cab companies, but they're so much better. Uber I... and Lyft are so much better. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you to. as long as you... Like, out here, you're never going to get a lift or an Uber to come out here. No. <laughs> Duh. So, like, take me home. Well, they'll take me... I don't even get... We can't get pizza delivered here.
1: I don't think you can get pizza delivered in Allendale, South Carolina, all in, either. No, like, no, it used no. to be a train stop kind of place. Uh-huh. And now it's just... I mean, truly, the only thing that's there... I think there's a gas station mm-hmm. and that emergency facility, like, hospital thing. Yeah. Which... Like, didn't even, I didn't even know what it was. I, I didn't, I didn't, when, like, when the tire blew, I just pulled into the quickest place I could, which yeah. was the, the emergency room lot. Were you like
0: you were there for it? I
1: know. Like, what if that would have happened to my car? Mm-hmm. But when we looked at that car, I've got photos too. So if Budget wants to be weird about anything, um, the sidewall blew out. And on, like, it wasn't on the bottom, the sidewall blew out. And then on the other side of the car, the the sidewall on it already had like a tear in it yeah so it's just covid people using cars and i don't think examining them well they don't they don't examine them
0: before i mean i know
1: and i didn't do a very good walk around i just kind of like looked around yeah it works it's all i didn't look at the tires as closely as i probably should have but
0: yeah well you never know i mean because well, like I said, when you're you're playing a numbers game when you do that, because they, they go so many times. And, yeah, because Budget and Avis and all that, they're cheaper. Like, we go through USAA, so they'll set us, tell us who we can use, and they use, I think they use Budget, um, if I remember right. But you're you're paying less, but there's a reason why you're paying right, less. Right, right. So, I mean, easier yeah, to afford, great. Like, I went to uh, Utah. I took my son, my older son, on a father-son trip. We were going through colleges. And so we went and visit the University of Utah. So we got there, and I said, do you want a nice hotel, or do you want a nice car? Because he, he didn't, it's like a nice hotel. I was like, well, shit, I already got you this nice convertible. We're going to drive around a Mustang the whole time. But we paid more, and we got more service out of it. But like when we went to Vegas, we just got the cheapest thing and drove around. Whatever, I didn't care. Same thing. But we didn't have any problems. But it's a, it's a numbers game, like I said. Right. On One of these know.
1: days, it's going right? to happen. No. Not going <laughs> to Well, speaking of cars... I'm going to have to get heading back soon. Okay. I've got me a little drive ahead of me tonight. So.
0: Okay, I got you. Well, then you us do you do one more song then? Sure. And then we'll do that. you want to go yeah. live or do you want me just go ahead and do it here? And do you feel like going live with, with your voice? I know you're kind of...
1: Let's, yeah, I think we can do it. Okay. Um, is it okay if I do a ukulele song?
0: Absolutely. Awesome. So we'll get your, uh, get your sound. you good to unplug it. So.
1: I'm good. Okay.
0: So I'll put a uh, finished song on there for you too as well. Yeah. And thank you for coming up here.
1: Totally. I I. mean, I'd, I, I admire what you're doing. Thanks. And obviously, I haven't listened to all the podcasts, or I would have known about that. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't expect everybody to listen to all of them. I mean, that's, if they do, I appreciate any listen I get. So I can hold that. You need to open it, yeah. And I'm going to grab
1: that. <laughs> You can tell everybody I'm totally silly. <laughs> Bigfoot and getting good songs. There's just another
0: song, Bigfoot and ukuleles.
2: Oh, I should have a Bigfoot song.
3: Come on now. The kids really liked me in Helen,
1: Georgia.
0: That was really fun.
1: I like that a lot.
0: It's funny i had I was playing last night an original showcase thing, and the kids love me, and my songs are totally inappropriate for kids what 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 did you play that was inappropriate? Well, most of my songs are about drinking and and cheating, and it's like <laughs> they de- they like music they're just in their dancing and having a good time. <laughs> Like, do
1: not listen to the words, keep dancing, right. but do not listen to the words. Well,
0: I played a song for them because they brought me a little tip up there. So I played Snuggle Bunny, which I wrote for my wife. And uh, it, was, it was appropriate enough that they could, they could listen to it. So where were you? It. Where did you play last I week? was in Johns Creek. Okay. Playing, so I, I had a good time.
2: That sounds awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I got a song called Pretty in the Dark. It's about a, a lady who who takes, um, she's like in a bad place in her life. So she's doing one night stands. Uh-huh. And so I'm like playing, and it's a good rhythm. And to get your dance to have the content. Like, little do they and know what it's at, actually right. about. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Sorry, mom and dad. Cover Mama, your Mama. ears. <laughs> Cover your ears. So let's get your volume, and then I'll go live for you. It'll work. I think it would be fine. And then your volume on your oh, own yeah. voice. I um, know uh, you you're not going to be able to sing my eyes, but I'll make sure that you get
2: Well, here's a pat on the back for all those times you did that heavy lifting mm-hmm. alone. Come on. Yeah. yeah oh, my goodness. I
1: didn't put on any makeup today. <laughs> I hope I look okay. <laughs> well, this is really me. Like, I'm just being real thank
0: you. And I'm, I'm glad you came. Like I said, like if you don't ring me on time wise, I will talk till it gets dark. I don't care.
1: I I, know. And I would too. (laughs) That's the thing. I could keep talking. I'm, I'm serious about this bigfoot thing. Hi, I'm Josephine Johnson. I'm live from the bird's nest with the Georgia songbirds podcast. Um, let's see, where can you find my stuff on Facebook? You can find my things at Josephine Johnson music. And then I have a website also where you can join my mailing list, josephinejohnsonsings.com. And um, I have a little tune for you called In the Field and Double High Five. Is it okay if I play it, Jesse? Absolutely. Well, here we go. didn't need that too.
2: All those times you did that, heavy lifting alone. Come on, raise a glass, let it shine, you're on the path, you're almost home. I say, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, oh whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Raise a glass, you're on the path, you let it shine, yeah, you're almost home. Oh, here's a hug for your soul for all those times you found yourself at a dark crossroad. Come on, shine your light. Let it show which way is gonna bring you home. I say, whoa whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. whoa, whoa. Raise the glass, you on the path. You let it shine, yeah, you're almost home. sure how you'd survive so come on raise a glass see how you shine oh your light lights the way for oh so many on that dark light so here's a pat on the back for all those times you did that heavy lifting alone
1: Jesse, Thank you so much. This has been so much fun.
0: Just tell me one more time where I can find you and if you've got anything going on.
1: Okay. You can find me on Facebook at Josephine Johnson Music and then you can also find me on my website josephinejohnsonsings.com and next Friday I get to play on Defusky Island in South Carolina and join my mailing list and I'll have all of the dates updated very soon. Thank you.
0: Right, everybody, her episode about in a couple weeks. Um, if you're wondering, Josephine Johnson just came away from hell, and well, she played an eight-hour gig. Yeah, it was nuts. So we appreciate her coming in. Uh, it'll be finished here in a little bit, and I will release it in a couple weeks for you guys. Thanks. And now I'm gonna ask you one more thing, and then you can head out of here.
1: Oh, okay. I've got one more. What? Oh, this? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's
0: coming. If you listen to the episode, you know what's coming.
1: You know something? Oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm frightened. Like I never know what's coming. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: Uh, and don't forget your tuner that flew over there too. Right, oh, wait, right, wait, right. Wait. Yeah. Because I, I have no I'll have no use for that. I have no idea. <laughs> and that won't fit on my guitar.
2: Okay. So, Ask so, away. Alright, so
0: again, thank you for coming up here.
2: Absolutely. Uh
0: and before anybody goes, there's I'll give you one or two options. Okay. You know what's coming. Yes, hidden I talent. Do. You can either give me your hidden talent or or we can play a little game where if you know lyrics, you think you know lyrics of a song.
1: Well, I, I was thinking, I thought about this. Um I was thinking I could do the Hidden Talent one.
0: Okay. Is
1: that okay? Absolutely.
2: Okay. This I'm your best friend, Glamour. Have you been outside lately? Have you seen Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> yep.
0: Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> I like having stuff like that for people come over <laughs> here because it's
1: funny. Can you do it?
2: Hello, my
0: name is I do voices. I do it for my little girl. I have to make voices. Like I do an Elmo, and I'll do. I sing like Elvis. Um, okay, do Elmo. I will do Doctor uh, Evil. Oh,
1: do Doctor Evil.
0: Okay, let me get this. But no, all I want is to have a good interview and listen to music. Okay, that's all I want from the world. Thank you. <laughs>
3: That's awesome.
1: She made
0: me do that for all her friends. She, she has like, you gotta do Doctor Evil. I'm like, how about no? How did okay? you
1: How did you figure out you could do that? Did you just I just
0: changed my voice in a lot of different things because when I learned to sing, I never really took lessons, so I had to find what my voice was, and I always like making weird voices. Like I just told, like Gomer Pile. Oh my God! Well, thank you for coming on today. That is And I amazing. just do my voices, <laughs> and like I so said, I'll sing like Elvis, like Oh, I wish I was. Atlanta Cotton. Everybody's heard this. They can turn it off if they want to. But my mother makes me do this karaoke, but I love making weird noises with my voice and making different voices.
2: That's awesome.
0: So, so she has like all these little stuffed animals. I gotta make different voices. She's
1: got different, different no, it's gotta have a different sound. The Doctor Evil is pretty amazing. Oh,
0: thank you. That's um, like, but like, but all you got to do is stretch.
1: I know, but but even when you just did it right there, like what you all can't see is like his whole demeanor kind of like <laughs> changes. Like I can't even do it. Yeah,
0: I you can't do that. Get the pinky to the get mouth. Yeah, the How pinky. About nerves? <laughs> but just but your Mr. Pos- Bigglesworth is here. Yes. but your posture
1: <laughs> changes. You yes, it's like this whole thing. He like suddenly, instantaneously, embodies this thing to make this <laughs> <Dr>. voice. <Evil. laughs>
0: I have Doctor Evil inside of me everybody. <laughs> oh Lord. Scare my wife when I do voice. She hates when I do like a little debutante voice. Have you ever seen the movie The Toy? Yeah. I know you gotta go so I'll I'll do real quick. You know, fancy, right? Yes. You ass. So I talk like this, and she's like, You got to stop. Oh, but darling, why are you so upset with me? <laughs> and she's like, You got to stop. And he also, like, she he can band defend himself with his
1: hands. I, 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 I got to get the props so he
0: can put me in a mindset of doing
1: it. <laughs> the toy. I, that's with Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. I and haven't Jackie seen that Gleason. in forever. Yeah. It's great movie. That's an awesome film. Oh, that my gosh. Um, who else was in it? Richard Pryor? Richard and...
0: Pryor, Jackie Gleason. Jackie um, Gleason. Uh, What is that guy's name? Ned Beatty.
1: Ned Beatty. He was
0: in it. Um, And that kid, I can't remember his name now. Um, He was in it. Uh, Who else? Um, That's all I can think of. I I know there's other actors at the time, too, but that's, that's the big ones that I remember from it.
1: That's like the eighties. That's like That's straight up the eighties Like yes. eighty three or eighty four.
0: Yeah, it's really early eighties. Yeah, and I
1: would know I was I did not get to see that in the eighties because we <laughs> did not have R rated movies at our house. I think I actually watched that later on VHS in the nineties.
0: My grandmother had HBO, so anytime I would go over to her house and I wasn't supposed to watch it, but I'm like outside the window. Yeah, watching. oh
1: no, we never had HBO.
0: No <laughs> She's no. the only one that had it. She lived in Conyers, so I didn't get to go down there like maybe once or twice.
1: What was your granny doing with HBO?
0: I think Papa wanted it. So.
1: <laughs> but then again, your mom knows about online dating. Right? So. <laughs> I got to get in that car. Right.
0: Well, thank you, Josephine, for coming. Thank you, this Jesse. This yep. has
1: been so much fun. By the
0: it was Josephine Johnson. This is Georgia Songbirds.
2: All these windows on the world Pressing down, looking inside Till you don't Understand those eyes staring back at you. You know you cannot compromise that spark inside that makes you. Oh, the spark it makes you. All I want you to see, pretty baby, is your beauty. You're radiant from within. Oh, set me free, how you do it, make your way with confidence, charm and grace, sometimes your feet, they just won't move, you're not sure which path to take, till you begin to understand, it's your break, you got